Welcome, our new gentlemen, overlords. Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey everybody, welcome to the Gentleman Overlords. You think like this is maybe the fourth episode in a row that I've had the volume too low when it starts and it just cranked. Ooh, so I like that. I like that fade up though. Yeah, yeah. fade like it's like yeah, old time radio. We're fading in. I prefer to like blast your eardrums and then fade down to something more reasonable. Yeah, that's, I I, that's I think preference. I got I think I got scared from like having it too loud and both of you giving me the like wide eyed like, <laughs> what hey, are you doing? You're the only one who can do posts on these, so I don't know what to tell you, man. Hey. <laughs> You have to blast the volume if you want Zoomers to listen. That's right. How dare you speak before being introduced? Hey, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew what's your name? Yeah, we do have a guest in the in the we stude. Sure do. Hey, he's our friend. He's an artist. His name is Bjorn Miner. Bjorn, back welcome. from a fucking grave. Back from a grave. Yeah, you all thought he was dead. Yeah, you fools. This is Bjorn Miner. What's Solid up, Bjorn? Sea Town. Two oh six. We sure are. Formerly of uh, Blank Cinema Group. Ah. Yowch. Signed an NDA. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you want that severance money. Keep your mouth shut. Some local uh, entertainment goss from Seattle. (laughs) Uh, Guys, how are y'all doing? Doing pretty good. Doing well. Yeah. Yeah, doing better than Bjorn. This is not why we brought him on. <laughs> yeah, roasted. Yeah, let's make him feel Everybody bad. Everybody with a job, get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's get into some. Did you did you think maybe Ben was coming into the room when you heard Ben? You're a friend of Ben. Yeah, we're all friends of Ben. Friends F- of Ben. Fob. Yeah, Fob. Yeah. We're all Fobs. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't use that term. Yeah. So, Max, what are you seeing? <laughs> well, let me take a look at my phone because I forgot. Oh, we're doing movies at this point. Yeah, got that's it. the theme song that played. That's the theme song. <laughs> Episode what? Almost hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Back th- I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I watched Red. By it, the way, it was oh. very clear when you were kind of staring at the wall while the theme song was playing. Yeah. Just like very off, vacantly like. Off in my own world. Yeah. It was a good world to be in though. Yeah. You guys should try it sometime. So you saw Red? Yeah, I saw Red. And that's with. Blood like, Red. I was pissed. Isn't it, a, <laughs> isn't it about a bunch of like old people or assassins? Oh, different one, different oh. red. This one is actually just, I think it was on PBS. It's a Broadway performance. Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> it had... Oh! Uh, yeah, not, not that red. Uh, it had Dr. Octopus from uh, Sam, <laughs> Sam Raimi's... Reprising oh, Alfred Alvaro. Molina? Alfred yeah, Molina. that's the guy. Yeah. And he played uh, the painter Marth- Mark Rothko. And uh, he just yelled at his assistant <laughs> for a couple hours about the meaning of it's life. It's not and the red me- enough! The meaning of art, what's red, and... and <laughs> The meaning of red. Specific. Yeah, it was it was pretty good though. Huh. Uh, I up until like like midway through your thing, I still thought you were doing a bit and you were gonna be like, (laughs) No, I saw red Uh, with Bruce Willis. Yeah. 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 Nope, no, that was a real thing. You can mm. check it out on uh, PBS All Access. PBS Plus. PBS. Yeah, whatever it is. (laughs) It's out from the PBS vault, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I also watched uh, If Beale Street Could Talk. Have you seen that one? I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, and what did it mm-hmm. say? Uh, <laughs> it said "ma ma." Those are the first words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you asked. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting like so, I don't know something. Spo- that spoilers for the end. Put me on the spot. Anyways, uh, and then I also watched the farewell and where'd you go, Bernadette? Again, for both of those, and both mm-hmm. still fantastic. The farewell, I was kind of just like, do I really want to watch this movie again? It's kind of heavy, uh, it, but it's. It was fantastic. Mm, you just yeah. fall in love with that family. Yeah. They're so good. Uh, yeah, and Where'd You Go, Bernadette, I also like a lot. Although it is weird, some of the changes that they made from the book. You but should I, read the book first. Yeah, <laughs> read the book. Mm, I recommend it. All, uh, all, of, those, all of those movies. Wow. Yeah. Go and watch them in order. All right. Wow, Pause the absolutely. podcast. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Robert? Uh, I have seen... Uh, I saw Rocketman mm-hmm. with... Aaron Edgerton. Edgerton. 
Taron uh, Egerton. I liked it. A little, little corny, a little cheesy, but so is Elton John. And yeah. mm-hmm. they didn't shy away. I have not seen Bohemian Rhapsody, but it definitely got flack for sort of a... The director? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the director and also like not... Um, not focusing on the fact that Freddie Mercury was a, a gay man. And, yeah. and this movie was definitely like, yeah, oh yeah, he's gay. And, and didn't really, and did some kind of, it was like kind of corny musical where like him as a kid <laughs> would sing and interact with himself in the future and stuff. But there were some songs that stood up more that were more like uh, weird transitions. Like it would be like a whole chunk of his life and him kind of like spinning on a piano and kind of like going through portions of it and i, I kind of liked those ones better that were kind of more uh, more of a story kind of being told sure. through this kind of song and stuff um and i kind of like whether they're uh, ideally good but sometimes bad too i like covers of songs and i thought he did a pretty good job mm-hmm. on the movie because he's actually he's doing the singing i, th- I believe so yeah i'm like uh-huh. i don't think in bohemian rhapsody he doesn't do the singing how could he, he with those, those yeah, chompers um <laughs> we're only going to talk about movies where people are wearing fake teeth yeah <laughs> what's um, your fake teeth movie what are all the george washington movies uncle um, gems um tr- uh, i saw uh, treasure planet didn't finish it disney plus Ooh. uh that was like one of the last like kind of like pushes on a traditionally animated one and it was i forget who maybe it was katzenberg uh who was that was his passion project was to do like a version of treasure island for disney and i do like that the CG and the the 2D animation is really cool. One character is like his whole arm and like part of the his face is like cybernetic and is all like CG animated over the the moving 2D. So I liked a lot of those elements. Not as I've never loved the Treasure Island uh, book a ton or the adaptations a lot. Maybe what about the, Muppet Treasure Island? The Muppets yeah. versions of most things are are the best Better. versions yeah. of most things. Um, but yeah, it, it's I, I it's creative, but it's yeah. It's fine. Didn't didn't finish. Hey, I'll have to finish it and let you know. <laughs> um, and then almost all of Guns of the Navarone, which is an older uh, Gregory Peck movie. How old? Uh, uh, color film, but uh, about black and white <sighs> times. Um, no, it's these saboteurs that um, basically what have to. About black and white times. Like the world was in black and white? Before I was born, everything was d- devoid of, uh, uh, yeah, of color. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh no it's it's a bunch of saboteurs and I've heard that name a ton because I feel like every World War II game has like a Navarone map or something like mm-hmm. that where you're sabotaging giant uh, artillery guns so it's cool to actually see the namesake wow I'm not just elite gamer anymore <laughs> uh and then Parasite saw Parasite Whew, what a great movie was I want to see that again yeah that wasn't your first time seeing Parasite was it yes ooh Did I, t- I don't think I talked about it I didn't have it on my list I don't think I talked about it the last time but I won't say too much Perfect. about it it's great yeah, yeah I was just kind of grossed out by all the w- wiggly little creatures in it <laughs> <laughs> I am glad I knew the the what the poster looked like was that was it it was rare because I've seen the French poster I don't know it I'm, looks like a romantic comedy or something it has all the characters <laughs> I mean together it kind of and they're and like yarn, it kind of is yeah it kind of is it. Yeah. Um, no the it was characters really, really love each other it was great and I am worried that there will be an American adaptation instead of people just watching the great you think so because it's coming because really? it just this yeah. just happens with movies you know like this. you know who's making the American adaptation who no. the guy who made Wait, Step Brothers. Yes. That makes sense Seriously. to me. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Didn't happening. they do Girl with a Dragon TV Tattoo? Show. They did that, and then a couple other films too. I feel like they've done like I just, it quickly. Feel, it like, feels strange that like it had a pretty, not like a huge American release, but like it was pretty wide, Amer- like released here. That like somebody would feel the need to to remake it for American audiences when like well, there was yeah. a little shade I think at the Oscars of like I'm glad some people were able to get over the however many inch barrier of of loving our movie, and it was implying like. That seems like a stumbling block for like some folks is is reading subtitles, but like it's not it's not that the story couldn't be told in America or something. Yeah. But it, I I think I appreciated more what it was going for. I don't know. I, I just liked the elements of of the society that it was showing sure. for that in the, for in Korean for that film. I just I don't know. I, I really struck me. Everyone's performance was really good in it too. Yeah. It's really good. Who was who did Step Brothers? Was it Adam McKay? Yeah. No, Bong Joon Ho did. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up. Shut <laughs> the fuck. Yeah. He's he's doing the American remake. It's funny to see like the people who love who seem to love Parasite the most are like the people it's satirizing, like uh, Kim Kardashian and Chrissy Teigen. Yes. Love that movie. It's like yeah. <laughs> I I you, like you wanna, Chrissy a, you need a, a lot. Order? I like Chrissy more than Kim, but uh, they are unfortunately in this giant wealth bracket. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
yeah, they, I it just, is funny. I feel like they don't see like how they're being made fun of. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> uh, have you seen? Or have you have you any interest in seeing it? I w- I will see it. I haven't seen it yeah. yet. Um, yeah. But it's just one of those things that I like the movie we saw today. Um, kind of missed during its like peak theater sure, run sure. and just kind of forgot about it until it was brought up again now yeah. and I'll see it. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I just yeah. forgot to get around to it. Hey, all is forgiven. <laughs> Thank it, you. Thank favorite you. Favorite movie of 2019. For me. Cool. Parasite? Yeah. yeah. I, if I hadn't... Then I won't see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's... That yeah. Definitely call. changes wow, my yeah. opinion. Uh, if I had seen Wish it in 2019, it would have been... Probably would have been on my list. I, uh, yeah. I'll Unfortunately, go see you didn't see it then, so you can't... And so yeah, I yeah. disqualified, and yeah. as far as I'm concerned, it should have been made. Yeah, and uh, I'll <laughs> go see Rise of Skywalker again. In its place. <laughs> the actual best movie of yeah. 2019. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the, the best most movie avant-garde. of 2020, 2021, <laughs> yeah. 2022. I hope can, they yeah, keep re-releasing it so yeah. it can be the best movie every year. And I they, can't wait till the remake. And they put alien subtitles. <laughs> um, Bjorn, what have you seen? Um, this week I watched Night is Short, Walk on Girl, which is an anime movie from uh, 2018 by Masaki Wasa of uh, Mind Game, Ping Pong, Several really awesome anime. One of the awesome Devilman Crybaby on Netflix. Oh, Mind Game's on my list, and yeah. I Devilman Crybaby. It's like watch. one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, wow. Not as short. Walk on Girl is incredible. It's uh, it's a, just a movie about uh, one night that four seasons take place, and the girl just walking. Well, that doesn't happen city. in one night. It happens in one night. Okay, in this is <laughs> like yeah. some crazy movie. Or something. Lots of alcohol drinking. And I am not. <laughs> <laughs> um, is yeah, this not to my liking. Not to. No. Yeah. yeah. Is this? Uh, did you rent this, or is this in like theaters or something? Uh, no. It's, it came out a while ago, so it's not okay. in theaters anymore. But is it on Crunchyroll? It's not on Crunchyroll, unfortunately. It's on the dark web, Crunchyroll. <laughs> um, and I also watched uh, Heaven Knows What, uh, Safdie Brothers movie from like 2014 or 15, that is also very excellent and just shows like how cool these guys are, even from the very beginning. Oh, shit. yeah, yeah, boy. humble beginnings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, humble beginnings. Probably not. Um, I saw another Safety Brothers movie. I saw a Good Time. Um, another One Crazy Night movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> this should have been Good Time. Should be called it's One the, Crazy Night. It's the and eight then Crazy Night prequel. Yeah, <laughs> Uncut Gems is One Crazy Night Two. Yeah. <laughs> they should have. And then they just hit, he just it, passes Robert Pattinson at one point. Actually, what it should have been was at they should have led up to. Uncut Gems should have been the eighth Safety Brothers movie, and it could have been the eighth Crazy Night. Yeah, I can't wait till the live action remake of that. The <laughs> set, <laughs> uh, Sa- yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it a little more when we watch when we talk about Uncut Gems. But the Safety Brothers are very good at crafting like a a, a vibe mm-hmm. and like just making you like unsure of what's going to happen between mm-hmm. each moment. Yeah, and a uh, good time. I will say, not giving away my feelings on Uncut Gems, I think uh, Good Time was a better movie. And, like, Robert Pattinson, I think, is incredible yeah. in it. And we, we, we I, I touched- was a hater since, uh, you know, uh, the Twilight films. Right. I was like, I was not Did digging this guy. Uh, I loved The Lighthouse. Yeah. And he was incredible in The Lighthouse. And I think stuff like this shows, yeah. like... He's, he's a best, talent. He's best at playing slime balls, just like yeah. cowardly. Well, give him slime a chance. Balls. He's got. He's yeah. Batman now, so yeah. give him a chance. I want a yeah. cowardly slime ball Batman. That would actually be really great. Don't hit me! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the Riddler. I was just going to tell you a riddle. <laughs> Stop! I'm arguably your weakest opponent. <laughs> Here, just take me in. That's part of my plan anyway. Isn't that the the, the thing now? I always we always get caught on purpose. Can you go in by yourself? I don't want them to know who I am. Just tell me the answer. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. I derailed the uh, Robert Pattinson. No, he's he's great time. in the movie. Um, Benny Safdie plays his brother. He also turns in a very good performance. Mm. Um, there's not really... Uh, I forget the... <coughs> Ray is the name of the character he kind of tags along with for the for most of the movie. And Wait, isn't that the name of... <laughs> it's uh, it's Ray Charles. No, yeah. it's, it's Ray Donovan. <laughs> It's Ray Donovan, yeah. It's part of this, the Ray Donima- Donovan cinematic universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then he, yeah, he takes along with him. He's also a very unlikable, unsavory character. And, hey, just how I like him in these you movies. Know, tr- true safety character. Mm-hmm. Um, true Robert Pattinson to the core. Yeah. 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 But very good. Robert Pattinson said, how do I act in this movie? And they said, be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, on, it's on Prime. Oh. So if people are interested in checking it out. All right. I thought it was very good. All right, mm-hmm. let's get into some of the TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen TV. 
TV. What about what, Max? What are you seeing on TV? Well, let me take a look. Are we doing TV this time or just oh kidding? Oh, boy. Uh, clo- I watched Clone Wars. The rest of that finished it cool. up. Uh, getting ready for the new season. New season's coming out. Um, you like it? I I have mixed feelings about it. And it turned out, once I had watched all of it, I realized I had already seen all of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, such a, that's a glowing recommendation yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had watched it all the way to the end. I think I skipped a couple episodes where there were just some droids beeping and booping back and forth at each other. Oh, and there was cute. really nothing that happened. I that's watched so them all cute. the way through this time. But and then you were like the last happened. episode had a lot to do with those episodes. You, like, <laughs> yeah, they were extremely it. important. They did a. It was just like right in the middle. They did this four episode arc that had nothing to do with anything. It was just about droids and some little slug guy. Oh. It was awful. They sounds make, fucking awesome. They dude. make a lot of really bad decisions in in Clone Wars, but some yeah. of it's fun, and I do think that it gives a bit more context to what's going on sure. around that time. With Obi Wan and, and uh, Anakin and Ahsoka and everything, mm-hmm. uh, I also watched more Homeland, uh, which is a really good, a really good show. I like, um, I like this season. It was very tense. Everyone was making weird decisions, and but it was kind of taking things from the right side. I think the side that you know, like the CIA can't really be trusted, and it's a dangerous thing. Hmm. Uh, and they have a president who's reasonable, but then at the end, I haven't watched this next season. But at the end, it seems like, uh oh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe what's he's like up a with regular president. president. <laughs> yeah, not <real>. she. She. <gasps> this is a this is a progressive oh. progressive uh, show. Mm. You piece of shit, Robert. Oops, <laughs> yeah. Daisy. You thought the evil president assume. couldn't be a woman? <laughs> <laughs> well, egg on my face. Um, but yeah, I recommend that one. It's it's good. Uh, um, Homerland, got it. Homerland, <laughs> exactly. I, I, yeah, I love the Simpsons. <laughs> I also watched a bit of Poldark. Have you guys heard of that one? No. no. What is that? Uh, it's it's a movie about ancient times. Just kidding, not ancient times. It's uh, black but, and white times. But it's a uh, it's a PBS documentary. It is. It is a masterpiece theater thing. Wow. Uh, oh. And I watched the uh, thirty minutes of the last episode. The last thirty minutes. Wait, of what? The last episode of the first season. And it was pretty good. It had it had me hooked. <laughs> so check it out. Check out Pole Dark. It's got a really handsome guy with a giant scar on his face, doing uh, good things and, and playing and an or- church organ. Yeah, pretty much. No, Luring a girl. Like, oh wait, maybe I was wears, watching Phantom of. <laughs> he wears a, a pirate hat and goes around uh, just being poor and, and trying not to be poor. Was this a dream or something? What are, what are you talking <laughs> it about? It sounds like it. It sure does. Oh my God. But check it out. Pole Dark. <laughs> All right, I'll be sure to do that. Yeah. Um, let's see. I also watched the rest of Good Place and uh, caught up with Stumptown. That's about it. Good place, good time. Yeah, good, <laughs> good feeling. Good, good episode so good far. Grief. <laughs> <laughs> reviews well, are in. Okay. <laughs> I've not seen any TV, Andrew. You'll have to take the reins on this one. I also watched the. Did you watch the finale of The Good Place? Yeah. No, just the last thirty minutes of the first <laughs> season's episode. <laughs> I have not finished The Good Place. Okay, I won't. Same. But thing. I've heard people enjoy it. I enjoyed it quite a bit, especially for a show that um, ad- they admit drew a lot of uh, inspiration from Lost and The Leftovers, two shows that I think did not end satisfactory in uh, any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they managed to land the end of this show in a way that felt very satisfactory, oh. and I was very happy with, and yeah. Oh, that's great. I was very happy with it. Um, a rare hell yeah. achievement. Yeah. Um, other than that, two episodes of Bachelor this week, and that's what I've been watching. <laughs> Just Boy, the Batch. Most of, yeah, yeah, a lot of Batch. Champagne yeah, fiasco. Cham- yep. There was sure. a champagne fiasco. Oh, I know. Oh, did you, you're not watching, are you? No, but save I it, okay. heard, save it for your heard heard it watch from cast. my sister, yeah. Okay, yeah, there was a <laughs> champagne stealer and then a uh, person who would not admit to being a champagne stealer. <laughs> Someone like literally stole like a bottle of champagne. You really want to hear this? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about TVs. So okay. I guess so. <laughs> um, so this this girl Kelsey. That'd be brought... funny if they like tried to, they tried to get on the Bachelor to steal a bottle of <laughs> yeah. champagne. My one goal. We got it. But it was like a Dom Perignon, like an, an ancient bottle. Yeah, and then she's like, <laughs> "We got it, we got it!" And, like a helicopter <laughs> yeah. flies in. She flies out. See you next time, Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> um, girl like Kelsey. For her birthday, got a bottle of champagne. She brought it to the house in order to like have like a special moment with Oh, and be like, Peter, I got this for my birthday yeah, and I want to share it with yeah, you. Yeah, I want to share it. with you. She's talking to somebody else. She hears a bottle of champagne being popped in the background. 
this other girl, Hannah Ann, saw a bottle of champagne sitting out. So she's like, oh, I'll drink this with, with Peter. And mm. so then Kelsey finds out that her bottle of champagne has been, dr- been taken by Hannah Ann. Mm. So she accuses Hannah Ann of purposely taking her champagne. Hannah Ann is you know crying and saying, I would never do that to you. On purpose. I'm not a champagne stealer. Kelsey's okay. like, no, you are a champagne stealer. So There's no sex was, in the champagne room. Yeah, no <laughs> sex in the champagne room. Uh, Chris Rock was a guest star on that episode. Uh, promoting his new uh, Saw movie, apparently. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I think it was for the new season of Fargo. <laughs> oh, hey, that looks good, too. Yeah. Um, so then, and then uh, Jason Schwartzman also comes in. and it's, Okay, but what really, okay, so, but... Tell me that it turns out that she did do it on purpose. She did not. Oh, okay. It was like they, they. I think the producers, like, set it up, like, like you know, pushed like, it towards her, and she well, was like, like, oh, what the? I think like <laughs> they just put bottles of of alcohol out for like you know whatever, and so I think so they manufactured just, drama so that like the exactly. odds were that she would accidentally do yes, that. Yes, exactly. It wasn't alcohol like around the house. I, I'm sure it wasn't like a hey, how about that one? There you was know, three like, champagne under, bottles under like a shell game, and they yeah. like, moved them around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was the drama of that episode, and it reared its ugly head back in this one that just aired. Oh well, why did they bring it back? Because it was just like they assumed ca- ca- it was still. Uh, there was a, a person who was the focus of drama mm. in the house for like three episodes, and then she went home. So now Kelsey is again at the center of drama, and they of course brought up the champagne again. Oh my! F- and then <laughs> yeah. Of course, yeah. When my fir- when my sister first said that there was an issue with champagne, I thought that there was a person named Champagne. Oh, told her that, and she's like, "Oh, there was a, a person named Champagne." No, it was it? It wasn't from <laughs> the Champagne of the region of France. So it wasn't technically Champagne, <laughs> which is why The Bachelor was so mad. Yeah, um, there is no person named Champagne. There is, however, two people there, named Victoria. There was, I think, in another season. And it probably one in the, yeah, or something. yeah. I'm sh- I'm surprised there's not more than one Kelsey. Uh, there's a Kelly and a Kelsey. Well. Ooh. Yeah, that's tough. Two Victorias and devastating when he mixes up their names. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bjorn, you seen any TV? You oh want to talk God, about? Yes. Yes. I would just want to give a shout out to my all-time favorite show. I'm watching the new season right now, Vanderpump Rules on Bravo TV. Hey, hey. <laughs> absolute favorite show. I watch it every week. I love Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. This is my TV. Also, the only other TV I watch is uh, YouTube videos about Disneyland. Uh, shout out to Offhand Disney, just a teenage yeah. boy who. Makes videos about Disneyland. That's great. It's my favorite, and that's Shout most out. of the TV I, I watch. Re, I watch Bravo TV shows and Disneyland YouTube. Damn, that's good. You watch Defunctland at all? I or? love Defunctland. I yeah. love that. Yeah, it's great. We have we have to talk after the pod. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just went. You to guys Dis- can have your own. I just I just spent twelve hours at Disneyland like a month ago. Holy shit! It was. Shit. I'm Bjorn. I'm going to Tokyo next week. I'm going to Tokyo. You are Disney. not going. I to am Tokyo. going to Tokyo. Really? Pause the pause the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Talk about Shut it down. Shut I, it down. That is a, a dream. I want to go to Tokyo Disney so bad. I'm so excited. All right. Well. It was whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you aren't a real connoisseur. You don't even understand why dark rides are so important. And screen-based yeah. rides are ruining dark rides. Yeah. Uh, I ordered a hot dog and I got a coffee. <laughs> so, <laughs> was that because your Japanese was so bad? Yes, or? Okay. yes it was. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right, we're going to talk about this film. Yes. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Gems on. Yeah, we saw Uncut Gems starring Adam Sandler and Kevin, Kevin Garnett. Garnett. <laughs> KG. KG, baby. Uh, Idina Menzel, or what was it? Uh, Adem- the lovely Idina Menzel. Idina Menzel. A voice of Elsa singing in Frozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else is in this movie? Lakeith oh. Stanfield. Uh, what was, what's yeah. the name of the movie? It's her first movie. He plays. She plays oh, his girlfriend. Uh, Julia Fox. Julia Fox. Absolute um, Fox. Yeah. Uh, uh, no comment. No, uh, uh, married man uh, taken. Yeah. Uh, uh, completely. Wow, my wedding ring is sexually really hot. Yeah. Sexually neutral on this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, no, it was yeah. It's tons of great folks, and especially yeah, Kevin Garnett surprising me. Amazing. Yeah. King. Yeah. So King. uncut do you, gems. Do you think they got him because his name is is a rock? I think they no. heard he was a really good actor, and I I don't even know if he's a very good basketball player. I've never <laughs> heard of this guy. <laughs> um, he was actually not the first basketball player they reached out to. Right. So, oh, would that have been uh, Amari Stoudemire and uh, current basketball player? Uh, oh my God, I can't think of his name right now. Current basketball player. Come on, he plays basketball. He plays basketball. He's, on, he's one of those. He teams. plays in Philadelphia. Sorry. Why can't I think of his um, Joel Embiid? Was the other guy they reached out to? And Co- it, Kobe Bryant too, and Kobe. Yeah. Does it? 
<laughs> am I yeah. am I wrong on the profiles of these people? Isn't is Kevin Garnett not bigger than the other two you previously mentioned? Uh, the, the, he's Kevin Garnett is a bigger player than Amari Stoudemire. Amari Stoudemire has been in more movies, so oh, it might just be that I'm ignorant. He <laughs> has more acting experience, but oh, okay. Kevin Garnett. I was pretty good in this movie, yeah. so I don't think they. I don't think that I, was a mistake. From I've watched like some interviews with them. They said they were they built this movie around like a bas- They needed a basketball player who had a good game, and then a bad game, and then a really good game. Mm. So they they had to narrow the list down to this. So it's like the movie didn't need to take place in 2012, but it did just because of those three games. Oh, I didn't realize that was a specific. I didn't. I, I just now realized that that was a actual games that took place now. I didn't, mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't know that. Wow. So all those other five basketball players that you mentioned also had games yeah, like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it could have, this movie could have taken place in like a bunch of different years, but it's I hard to believe. It's so uniquely 2012. Yeah, it's hard mm-hmm. to believe that the this clothing. movie could have uh, <laughs> taken place before 2007 because of their affinity for the iPhone texting noise yeah, that they seem it. to have in all their movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, seeing Ooh. that old like iPhone UI is just like, it's kind of nostalgic, but in like a really bleak way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not doesn't make me happy. <laughs> so Uncut Gems is about Adam Sandler's character Howard is a, a like a jewelry dealer who also has a what would be described as like a crippling gambling addiction. Yeah, he's he's trying really hard to wheel and deal and like score big. Yeah. But he's doing it he's doing it with everyone else's money <laughs> and basically trying to like Every every time he gets a little bit ahead, like it, it as soon as it feels like he's he's like making some ground in terms of like okay this is enough, he ha he it just he can't help it he has yeah. to jump in and do like the next big thing, and so like you know he gets he meets Kevin Garnett and so like Kevin Garnett comes into his shop looking for jewelry, at this like right before that he had found this like the movie opens so we open in was it Ethiopia. Or Nigeria, uh, yeah, it's Ethiopia. Ethiopia, in a in a mine where they have like found this like rare gem, and fast forward, was that that was like in two thousand eight or two thousand ten? No, I think it's supposed to be like the same year. Was it? It because it takes them like a year to get it. Yeah. Also, yeah, it's important. This uh, this mine is being run by Ethiopian Jews. Yeah. So that's yes. like the big connection. And it zooms into the universe. It zooms into the gem, which looks like the universe inside, and then zooms out of the inside of Adam Sandler. Yeah, <laughs> getting a colonoscopy. Yeah. Oh god, this is probably the most stressful part of this movie for me. Is like what? Because <laughs> it it it's, it stresses me out so bad because I was I just am so convinced. I thought this was like Chekhov's gun. I thought this okay, was okay. Yeah, Chekhov. we could talk about that because yeah. that's that was one of the many lit fuses where I was like, he's gonna get a call in the middle of all of yep. this. That's like, by the way. You have X amount of days. And right. I mean, like, we, you know, we don't have to get into the actual scene, but like sure. when it gets revealed, it is during, I say, arguably the most hectic scene in the yeah, movie, right. too. It's mm-hmm. chaos. It's like total, like utter chaos when that's happening. And the yeah. news gets delivered. You almost forget that that is a subplot or, right. or that it even happens in the movie. Yeah. It's just such a it's, like thing that's happening in the middle of. And something you touched on with Good Time, which now I, I really need to see. It sounds like required reviewing at this point, but like. It always seems like there's a couple irons in the fire in the, it sounds like in their films yeah. and that I found it very yeah very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. I found it very hard to know quite what was going to happen. I mean there's especially <laughs> since Adam Sandler seems to be like doesn't even seem to have his own best interest in mind sometimes. He's no, like trying no. trying too hard to like make another buck that he's not thinking about what the next yeah, like you said, he gets something that he's like, you're like, great for him. Let's settle some debts and he's like, oh, I got to flip this around. I got to do something with this like <laughs> and I think like the the thing that really stresses me out watching it is there's so the whole movie, the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. There's so many times where like it feels like something's going to happen to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's walking down the street, he's got the gem, mm-hmm. and it's like he's telling people it's worth like a million dollars, and then he's walking down the street with it right. in his hand. You're yeah. just like, no one Somebody's him. gonna like fucking jump this guy, or like right. you know he's got Kevin Garnett's ring, yeah. and like he's wearing it on his hand. You're like. Somebody is going to like take this ring from him, and, the, and it persists throughout because he'll do really mundane things where he has nothing, right? But he's just right. walking the the garbage out to the the end of the street, and it's dark, and he's just doing that for a long time, just right. like just pushing a garbage can. You think, oh, somebody's gonna grab mm-hmm. him and, and like they are. Throw him in a that's what I, like I mean by them being like masters of like a vibe is like the entire movie. Like they they said, and I think it's on you know obviously on purpose, but like. They set up these scenes like you're talking about where he's taking out the trash. 
and it just hangs on mm-hmm. of watching him take out the trash like enough that you're like something's gonna happen to him because otherwise why are we watching him take out the trash for so long yeah it feels but it's not too like long a, where you're like well my time was wasted mm-hmm. yeah it they're feels just like, like a horror movie like that yeah way. Mm-hmm. right yeah they're just and like the, they train you to just be stressed out for the whole thing <laughs> yeah that's why the cancer things stressed me out because it was like as it would just the auntie just kept getting more and more stressed when I was like, and he's in the just, back he's of your got cancer. Mind. He's got cancer. Yep. And he's yep. gonna find yeah. out. One thing I I didn't like that it felt like it was a little bit uh, like they were pushing too hard is in the very beginning of the movie they're playing this r- very strange music throughout the. Uh, it felt like the Stranger the thing. Things soundtrack, and it kind of, but it was it. really loud Do you guys too. Know and the everyone the was like trying to yell over it. I'm like, yeah. just oh yeah. You know, normally you get to a point and then you kind of like mellow out the music that's that kind of led you into the scene. Yeah, this just like kept it going through the entire scene i was like is this going to be the entire movie this is obnoxious <laughs> that, that music never like, stops stop it yeah, yeah. Well, do you guys know the artist who makes the soundtrack mm. but one of tricks point never he's uh he's like Did a you real say words <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, like a real uh, experimental like uh electronic uh, uh multi he just makes like super weird experimental like sample based music i mean i one I oh it. tricks point never yes that's is- it it's or that's o- what you said. Yeah. <laughs> what? And then he dabbed. Or OPN. <laughs> OPN. I can't. His. I can't. He he composes under his real name. He makes the uh, soundtrack for their last two movies. Wait. He, he, he composes, composes under, under his real name. That's Trixo so one point. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense because I I thought the soundtrack was very similar to yeah. Good Time. And which he like, has a yeah very unique weird way of making. Yeah. Music. It had an ed- it. Yeah. He also stole. It sounded like some sounds from Akira. There's there are a yeah, couple I'm songs probably. in there that are just like. He sampled Akira in his music oh, in the past, so okay. I, I think it you're probably right. So there was something that sounded like that kind of that. Yeah. I know he sampled that weird that. kid, the kid music in Akira when they go in the children's bedroom, and it's like, oh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's also yeah, that part one, where Adam Sandler was yelling at his father Kaneda. over the phone. He's like, Kaneda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn it, Robert. <laughs> God. I'm sorry. Can't even get my own stupid joke out. And I should have let you have it. It was you were making an anime Akira joke. It was yeah. a, it was an alley oop to you. I, w- I was oh. lobbing it to you to yeah. like like uh, like Robert, Rondo to away. Kevin Garnett. Well, soon we'll be quoting the American Akira starring uh, oh Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. <laughs> as Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is, uh, Ta- is Taika Waititi doing that one? Not he anymore. He was going to, and then and then backed out or didn't end up doing it. And I just He's don't doing want another him to do Thor it. movie. Uh, well, speaking of, uh, we can uh, digress real quick. Did you hear that Sam Raimi might be doing yes. the new um, Doctor Strange, the horror one? Really? Yeah. Wow. wow. Real. We're gonna see Doctor Strange barf for uh, five <laughs> minutes on somebody. Yeah. Um, anyway, uncut gems. What um, did you guys think of? Because I think the what like most people are seeing this movie for is seeing Adam Sandler in this well, role. What did you think of Adam Sandler in the movie? I, I went in with that that buzz about it. Because I didn't know too much about the plot and wasn't sure, I, and I like I hadn't seen Good Time, um, but and I've liked some of his serious roles, but yeah, I was just excited because I he's got it in him, and and like it's not like he's I think he's a bad actor if he's he's been in some clunkers of movies, but he's like, yeah. funny in the funny movies. He's been good in some of the serious films. He's and, a movie star. He's yeah. a bona fide movie he's star. A bona fide movie star. I think and, uh, if you look at the Rotten Tomato reviews of these movies, you can see a lot of people who went to go see this movie having no clue it wasn't just like a normal Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I guess tonight we're going to get some uncut jams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, there's a uh, interview with the Safdie brothers with uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, and it's like great to like hear them because it's like they both like did this is like one it's happened like twice in like Adam Sandler's entire career. And he, Paul, sh- he shows up and knocks on the door and he's like, I yeah, want to do a show. Okay, like one. Paul Thomas Anderson scouted Adam Sandler while they were filming Little Nicky. So he went to the set of Little Nicky and fa- found him on the set in his like fucking Little Nicky outfit and was at- talking to him about being in So that Drunk wasn't Love. a joke? Do you remember <laughs> from there? There was like a Doughboys episode and they someone, uh, Mitch, went to the, one of the screenings uh-huh. and he said, like, Oh, we wanted Adam to be in this movie earlier, and he's like, "But I was doing a movie called Little Nicky." Yeah, it was and true. Like, yeah. But I thought he was joking. No, yeah. wow. Yeah. They're like, look. They're, that's funny. They're like, we need like this serious role, and then they like see him. Release the yeah. evil. Yeah. Also, apparently, Quentin Tarantino was there at the same time, and he saw Paul Thomas Anderson there. We're all like, was this was, like the yeah, spring the, training? Were, yeah. For yeah. <laughs> they were both trying to get him at the same time. <laughs> and Adam Sandler was spring Tarantino? training. He wanted him for uh, Inglorious Bastards, which he was writing in the nineties. Martin apparently. Scorsese. Who was he going to play? The Bear Jew. The, oh, the guy with the bat. Been, that would have been good. It was supposed to be Adam Sandler. Oh. 
I know. Yeah, it could, yeah, it could have been great. It been good. Um, Martin Scorsese was checking him out too. Yeah. Everyone, everyone. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, they, I think they saw each other and like, what the hell are you doing here? Like, I saw him first. They like, got yeah, into I a fist him. fight over like, yeah. Adam, I want you. And none of yeah. them had ever watched SNL. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they just thought they heard about little Nikki. They just heard about the, <laughs> yeah, the so buzz big. going around. They heard about the guy with They're the both, boobs on his head. Yeah. They have heard you heard of this guy? Shovel, his like shovel mouth. Big Why not pop, even big. pick one of the decent ones like Waterboy or like uh, Happy Gilmore <laughs> little or something? I love Little Nikki. <laughs> uh, Max, what did you think of Adam Sandler's movie? Uh, I I thought he did a a, a wonderful job uh, as that character. Uh, I didn't that shitty shitty character. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I love the movie as much as you guys. Sure. I think I prefer Punch Drunk Love. I think that Adam Sandler is a capable guy. I think he's also made some pure shit. Yeah. Uh, I think Jack and Jill is a good example of of just like the worst of the worst. Yeah. That can come out of him. So but in the intro of our podcast. <laughs> How we doing? <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, he does a good job in this one, uh, and he he plays it well. Everything's kind of built around. I think. Like he had to do good in this too, like, because uh, it's the story just of his character. Yeah. Uh, and he he pulls it off and it and it works, but it's just, I guess, not the movie that I wanted to watch. It's because <laughs> it is it is stressful. Oh yeah. And it is. Um, and you're watching like you are along for the story of a person who you don't like. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. and making not logical decisions like. But the thing is, uh, to that extent, I think. At the time you come into the movie, he's buried to the point where he has to. Like at any point, he couldn't have stopped because he would have been murdered. Well, uh, he already was in with his cousin, who I like that reveal too. Is, is that who is or brother-in-law? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, which is crazy. Um, saw the great meme recently with um, uh, when his uh, oh, sorry is it cousin or brother? I think it's his cousin. Cousin and uh, brother when, the the guy who owes money. Yes, is his yeah. brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, because I like later that they're they're all at the dinner together. So good. But there's the the meme where it's uh him in the kind of the antechamber when he's locked inside, and it was like your friend watching a YouTube video <laughs> and that you showed him, and then it's like Adam Sandler with his hands crossed, like me telling him the five the funny parts in five minutes, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching because that man's I don't oh know what God. I don't know what that man has been in, but he um. God, he had a thousand yard stare. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think he was like, so menacing. He was menacing, eyes, but also yeah. like and the henchmen of his. Yeah, that one in particular. The, the henchmen yeah. I, I felt were very menacing. I actually thought that <sighs> they, the the brother in law. Yeah, the, the brother in law. I almost got a sense of like he was very remorseful of how like like it was sort of like well, I have to I have to teach far. him a lesson. Yeah, but he is my brother in law. And I do love him, and so like there's a, there's always like a he look of took like his clothes, you know, like yeah, I just like I have to teach him a lesson, but like I really don't want to hurt him. Yeah, before before you I don't know, think he was gonna murder him, but then no, he gets in with these bad people, not. yeah. And Adam Sandler keeps like I was surprised how much Adam Sandler like just he, poking the bear. Well, yeah, when right. he gets up out of the 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 school uh, play. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, I like that part too. I just where need some, I'll be right back. When his daughter <laughs> when his daughter is like spitting the coins out, and he's like. Hey, wow, look at that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, he's probably just thinking like, that would be cool if I could just have money from my daughter. Really? Yeah. I didn't, I, I, I like, maybe it I was think, a, mo- a genuine moment too. I think I, like much like good time. Um, this is just like, he is a, an extremely flawed, bad person, mm. but does love his family. And yeah, like, right. I think like, especially his kids, he really does. Like he's a, sure. he's a shithead, you know, and makes but, bad, but the stuff decisions. with his wife was one of the more frustrating ones. Cause he was like back and forth and yeah. she oh, knew he had the apartment and then, but he loves her. Remember but, when he t- said he loves her? Yeah. And, and she looks so nice. <laughs> the yeah. part that really, well, that was the part that got me and it feels so felt so real or like someone said that that happened and that's why they put it in. It was like her in her old dress yeah, yeah. and he was like god look at you like that's the most so sandler weird. moment in the whole movie when he's like look look at my face but look it's, at me but it's look, great because it's like it felt very real like yeah. this would be this guy being like let's give another yeah. shot and it's because he's kind of like horny <laughs> and he's like oh yeah i'm married to this woman let's do let's be and it's like dude you're yeah, just like so an abu- far a manipulative gone. abusive tactic but, yeah and little like he's things, trying to manipulate her right there. yeah and little things too like like they didn't go full the kids turning on him, even though the mom kind of let the son go upstairs later in the movie. He found, saw his, he knows what he's kind of, he connected it. The guy, the neighbor apparently said something and it's like, but they didn't have the full on like rock bottom. The wife's like, I took the kids. They know everything. You're Mm -hmm. fucked. It was just sort of like, she was still protecting them at the end. She was still scared for him. 
it was just complicated and hard to, that was another just hard to predict thing. I wasn't sure. I didn't want his kid to be near that apartment. I was assuming right. some awful person would be well, there. That scene when you go up in the apartment, like I feel like I was trained. I was like, there, something awful happened. Like, Someone's waiting. Like, yeah, there's something bad is going to happen right there's here. A, there's a scene just like that in Good Time. Which one? Oh, really? uh, when he, when uh, I don't want to give away too much about the movie, but when they go to that guy's apartment who's working at the amusement park. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. like they go into that guy's apartment and like, when he when they uh when they walk into or like when he walks into his apartment uh Howard and the music's playing really loud and then she leaves in that note that says like I hope you have a nice life mm-hmm. I was like she's dead in yeah, the other room Yeah I thought for sure yeah For sure he's going to walk in and she's like OD'd I, I, or I think something it, it speaks to the movie that you're just like his his life is so tumultuous and like you said it it drops you into it at a point where he's already in debt there's people, we, there's, there's people we haven't even met and won't meet in the movie that you know he also owes money to that we just haven't heard from yet. Right. He's moving stuff around. So, like, I assume it could escalate like that because that's how crazy it gets. And um, I, I wanted to, before I forget, I wanted to mention, too, like, speaking of, before the podcast, we were talking how, like, some of the people, especially, like, in the pawn shops and stuff, seemed very, like, realistic or yeah. maybe they'd been, like, cast you know, real, you know, real, there were real people that the Safety brothers owed money to. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, let me in your movie. <laughs> those two um, brothers. The two brothers. Um, yeah. Give us our money back. They met uh, those guys in a diner. The really? Yeah. 10 years ago. Wow. Huh. Uh, but that main henchman, I think he has like the scar on his neck. Yeah. Was yeah. so intimidating. The guy who looks like an eight foot tall, Eric Roberts. I wouldn't, be su- I wouldn't be surprised if he's killed someone. If like, that no, were, if they were like, the, like, the thing was, on his neck makes me, he's like, I'm, this is a real scary man who will yeah, hurt him. If, if like, you told me, like, oh, he was just yeah. like a security and voice, guard yeah. and he'd been hired. Yeah. The, the voice that sounds like he's yeah. like talking through years <gasps> and years of cigarettes. You're going to regret this. Yeah. He, like, he was the one who was like, you could tell was like raging inside. Mm-hmm. And Adam Sandler was, his brother-in-law was not like letting these guys he had hired like, like off the leash, but you could tell he was like scrambling to get off. Like he eventually punches him in the street at one yeah. point, mm-hmm. and you kind of get that that ringing in your ears in the moment, and throws him in the thing. And it's like he was always going a little too far, and the brother-in-law was very cautiously like, Ooh, because he can't physically stop that guy, and it just it goes. It just he you could tell like every time Adam Sandler like you know like I said like pushes the he's like he poking the bear him. every time he like decide you know he's like oh i'm gonna be a man and like step up to this guy the brother-in-law is just like please like you could tell he's just like he's one second away from just being like please i'm begging you don't touch him like don't don't fuck with him he could have let him out in the end there he could have just let him go through the door right and it wouldn't have been a problem for him yeah well he's like he's on this high so he's like he wants him to come in and be like "Eh." i think he would have like hugged them if he had been given the chance yeah he i think he was in this place of like we're, it's all paid off he and comes. everyone got he what can. they want. Yeah, yeah. I, I Come mean, look what I did. I mean, <laughs> before they get trapped in there, he could have just let them go and then they wouldn't have been oh, trapped sure. in there. They mm-hmm. never would have. I mean, they would have still been harboring the ill will of him not paying them back, but it wouldn't have been them like sweaty and stuck in there for uh, an entire mm-hmm. two uh, two and a half hours. That yeah. motherfucker was smoking in there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. If I, I were the henchman, I would have been like, can you not? Yeah, can you, you not? You like, asshole. <laughs> Like, um, he just in this moment too, like he could have stopped this. Like he had enough money to just like give it to them and just like have this all go away. Well, and I think there was just also the the fact that the brother in law was like, you had you've had money at some point to pay me. You haven't given it to me, or you've taken that money and tried to flip it. So it was also this like disrespect for him. Like, well, why haven't you haven't you come to me first? And boy, oh boy, I did like um, yeah, like the, the their dinner their dinner all together and having cigars in the other mm-hmm. room and yeah. just like so awkward when you when you realize the the connection. Right. That, yeah. When he first got thrown in the trunk, I was like, how the hell did like why is he alive? What they they like catch him and they just he's talking back to him. He bit some guy, yeah. made him bleed, and then they just uh, throw him in a trunk naked. Like, yeah. That's nothing. And then I realized, oh, he's a there's he's this his connection. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that I didn't f- make sense to me at all. I was like that I that doesn't th- seem it right. It gave he there was a oh, like always a hint of like I don't like I wish he wasn't doing this to me. Like the 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 brother-in-law character mm. before even before it was revealed, mm-hmm. he was the brother-in-law. There was like an an affection that he had for Adam Sandler's character mm. that I was like I don't know what it is. Like I don't know why he's so sweet on him, but it is like a I don't want to I wish he wouldn't do this to me cuz I don't want to be doing this to him. Mm-hmm. Sort of feeling. And so, like, when he threw him in the trunk, I was like, okay, that makes sense. He needs to, like, teach him a lesson, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to, like, like, I don't know if it was, like, yeah, either they were related or, like, they were friends growing up. Mm-hmm. Just there mm-hmm. was some sort of, like, I always, especially from, like, 
you know, Adam Sandler, like his character is just so frantic and like desperate that like, I believe that he'd be begging for his life from anybody that like is putting him in danger. So it wasn't like I was getting it from Adam, but from yeah. the, the, the brother-in-law character, there was always this twinkle of like, I, I just wish he would stop fucking me over. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this to him, but I have to teach him a lesson. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, it made sense to me that he didn't kill him in that just because of his, that like, he would just give a look of like, <sighs> yeah, it just, uh, it didn't seem like much of a lesson to me when I was thinking, mm-hmm. okay, right. like this is the bookie and he's in deep and he's, uh, on multiple occasions, mess him, you yeah. know, like, uh, screwed him over i thought okay he's gonna get he's gonna lose a finger or get you know something broken yeah but he just got stripped down yeah that's like that when they're in the car he keeps saying his name he's like he's like and then he's like don't say my name stop saying my name yeah yeah he wants to feel like it's he is just like the nameless there's no connection boss. yeah i yeah, don't yeah. know you yeah um yeah we didn't talk about like yeah like lakeith and and kind of like garnett's crew yeah once so he shows them the rock mm-hmm. and then he's pissed off that he showed him something he's like not allowed to buy. Yeah. <laughs> and then that does sort of seed that later that he's like, well, this is going to go for auction. You know, Hey, you know, it'll go for auction. But when he lets him leave and he's like, Hey, let me just keep it for the night. I was like, yeah, that this was the beginning going, yeah. of my, ang- yeah. of all the anxiety where I was like gripping my seat at some points and then like turning to Jamie at some points and we were looking at each other like, this is like, you don't do this. Like, I don't know if we've ever had anything super valuable being held by someone for a night, but like a that's million dollars. insane. Yeah. That's insane. That's like the first 10 minutes too. <laughs> and even like just the, even like he gives you the ring and I'm like, okay, you know, you could verify that's Kevin Garnett's ring. Yeah. But like you just handed this raw piece of like, a million dollar, <laughs> uh, theoretically a million dollar rock in the, and your, the collateral yeah. is like uh, a championship ring that he was estimated at like what twenty five thousand yeah, dollars. So like yeah, nothing. yeah. I mean I'm sure it has some like sentimental attachment to Kevin Garnett, mm-hmm. but like yeah, the fact that his collateral was this thing that is a mi- like a, a, a you know one. Honestly, like, point very yeah. ugly ring. I wish yeah, I want to see the, very, the NBA championship so are very ugly. gone. I want to see the uh, like an edit where instead he's like he can't not leave without the Furby. He's like, I got to hold yeah. this for the night. And he's like, well, I can't let you have it. It's going up for auction. Like, I, I, it's it, different. I really love that Garnet was so into this rock and the idea that the rock had magic power. But he, like, but he talked it up. He was like, have you ever heard of Ethiopian Jews? And he right, talked about right. all that. He kind of put like some like, story Some behind it like seeing his yeah. face he's like this is magic like i have to have this. like yeah this is he, the- he and, and and he also he had his friend bring him in to kind of show him cool stuff and like that's what happened so like yeah he kind of and also, did you guys him. notice this I, I've seen, i saw it three times now so i've i noticed a bunch of the stuff the third time but at the during the last game in the end of the movie they're interviewing um uh kg and then he's like you know i'm out there it's just me and the rock and yeah. This is from yep. footage from. So it's like, is that a word for? I think. Yeah. I, I, Pass I, me the rock. I yeah. think that they may have filmed that interview mm. yeah, for just, the movie. Oh, really? I think just that that one. Because there's a, a bit the of there's stuff. a bit yeah. of like, it looks a little different film yeah. wise than yeah. the rest oh. of like the interviews and the games. <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's like, I'm just out there, me and my stone from Ethiopia. Yeah. I'm, I'm Sandler. Yeah. My so much yeah. right now. <laughs> he's also, like in this fictional universe this kevin garnett is just used he just goes on to you have this forever and just be magic it was very funny so. also to like there's that shot of him in the in the locker room where like doc rivers is giving this big speech about look at kevin he's yeah, so and like yeah. he's like kneeling over and he's got like the rock in his I, hand yeah, and just I like kevin doesn't need yeah i thought he was gonna break it in half when i first saw it he's yeah just, like, and then there's like this there's way, like cadbury though. cream inside yeah. like, i kept being <laughs> i feel like this it. weird frustration where i was like it they you can kind of see into it but there's like you, there's more that's just totally covered up by this dirty old, right. just normal rocks. Like, but yeah. it's un. Hey, it would, otherwise it'd be a cut gem. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah, and right. It would not be that. the same movie. It yeah. should have been. They should have Nobody. had a shot of him wearing it around his neck during the game, <laughs> like a big dirty rock. <laughs> just, yeah. He like swings to like. He like swings when he's like swinging the ball and hits somebody in the mouth. <laughs> Spins <laughs> it around his neck as like a weapon. <laughs> hey, for for some reason we don't have rules against necklaces. I don't. Yep. I don't know why. Right. Um. Yeah, but I liked I liked their interactions and that auction scene was very intense too. Judd Hirsch, uh, yeah. not happy well, about being. I like someone point else. I saw that, but like he needs this money to pay back his brother in law, but then he's able to just like get like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars from his father in law very easily. Yeah, he also yeah. got a lot of money for a helicopter. Yeah, later right. in the movie, where yeah. I'm like, well, what, I don't know, I don't know if a helicopter is very expensive. Maybe not, but he still he seemed to get that at a point where nobody was giving him anything. <laughs> right, you know? right, yeah. I also thought yeah. it was interesting. Uh, speaking of like celebrity cameos in this movie, the guy um, in the casino, the weekend. <laughs> oh, oh, the weekend. yeah, yeah. The so, weekend is yeah, in this I movie. To get to the weekend, <laughs> and like 
like is, it like is portrayed as like somebody who is not adverse to like fucking someone else's girl and like getting a handy in the bathroom and he's like not like Mark, portrayed in a pretty, very good way no he's just, not yeah. he's portrayed as like a true dickhead yeah. in this movie I, I sure the, not the worst among all the other characters and playing right. himself it's not right. like yeah. he's you know the weekday or something yeah. like he is he is the weekend <laughs> he's like hi guys i'm the weekday they're like why do they keep booking this lame dude yeah. this made me so nostalgic because like you know uh Unlike everyone else here, I was a cool high schooler in 2012. Damn it. Listening to The weekend, I still hung out around high school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah 2012? <laughs> and uh, at that time, I remember it was like, he was like the coolest underground artist. Like, it was like, if you, if that was like... He was an uncut gem, if you yeah. will. <laughs> and uh, I feel like he was like, the to me, he is like the quintessential like 2012 like artist. Also, That's there's true. a bunch of other really amazing, uh, like hilarious uh, 2012 artists in there. The guy, um, I can't remember his name, but the guy who's like... Gold all in my chain, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. He's in the club at the end. I can't remember his name. Furby on my chain. Yeah. <laughs> it's 1.059. Peroxide, whatever. I laughed so hard when Adam Sandler punched The weekend, and I was oh like, my God. these two guys <laughs> having a macho off. What the fuck yeah. is going on? <laughs> Imagine showing someone footage of Adam Sandler in this costume beating up 2012 right. version of the this weekend. year this year it, we're gonna get vin diesel fist fighting john cena and <laughs> adam sandler fighting right. the weekend he had such specific hair from 2012 like they had to make him a wig that looked like his hair from that was what his hair looked like then it was like That's iconic really so it's like if you showed someone this out of context you'd be like this is footage is real like this happened and no one knew adam about sandler it. fought the weekend yeah. 2012 almost 10 years ago <laughs> um so like overall I mean, we, do well, we want to talk about I, the ending of the movie or what? Sorry, go ahead. I have one question because I, I only watched the one time, but um, it seemed like I wonder if the the rock in the movie does have magical properties properties because it obviously does for Garnett. He wins both of the matches that where he has it, well, right? It <laughs> and, just might be that he's superstitious about it. But also like when it comes back to Adam Sandler, I believe things start going his way again. Mm. And then as soon as he gives it back to Garnett, that's when things start Ex- I mean, except for the interesting, money thing, right? interesting. I never, I've never. So I would about like it. to watch it again and yeah. see if whoever is holding the gem. At uh, the there's time their transitive is, properties yeah, of exactly. right. If they yeah. treat it kind of like that magical MacGuffin that they've set it up to be, right? Interesting. But we'll. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all go see it again right yeah. now. Ooh. I like Uncut in. Gems is actually about magic and takes place in the Harry Potter universe. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Here's why. This is the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he, like at the end credits, like Hagrid steps out. You're a wizard, Howard. <laughs> um, um, oh my god! I liked when he went to the club <laughs> to meet Lakeith, and Lakeith was like the only one wearing like the red that was like oh that was cool. In the oh, club, yeah, that was awesome. And everyone else was blue, but you could even see the red like bouncing off of Howard's glasses. So yeah. it was like mm-hmm. you could see like Lakeith kind of like in his eyeballs. Yeah. I just loved that for some reason, like he was the one sticking out, and like kind of like big timing a little bit, like. We've got the rock somewhere like that. I love the whole I trip to him, the the like, whole trip yeah. to the to the thing, and then he goes backstage. Oh, He's like, "You fucker, get back!" And it just that was just I don't know. It was it was a special sort of feeling of like, of course, it was hard to have that anxiety, but like they did such a good job at it. The yeah. vibe like that part just like frustrates me because like Adam Sandler like runs over and he just like shooting this basket for like no reason. Like he just <laughs> it's like he's in such a rush and he's like takes time to steal a basketball from someone, shoot a basket, and just gloat and be a dickhead. Right, and then... he loses Lakeith Stanfield in that scene. But that's yeah. so funny though because he's he's up there. There's ballers, so he's like, <laughs> look at me, look, yeah. look, I've watched he, you guys. Like, that... He just can't help himself. Like he has to feel important in every situation yeah. and that's why I liked his interactions with Kevin Gardner too because it was like he was acting like hey I watch you I know how you play let me tell you a little bit of how like he was totally coming at him like we both understand you it's like yeah. okay like I, you're you're fanboying out you're not really keeping yeah it's it's good so well do, you want, do we want to talk about the end of the movie just sure. like how it ends sure uh, spoilers for the end of Uncut Gems so he places this monster bet on the final game you know he places all these prop bets. Orgasm-worthy. You know, like, yeah. Uh, the Celtics will win the tip-off. Kevin Garnett will get the, the most in points, points and yeah. rebounds, and he'll achieve this certain number with both. And the Celtics will also win. And, and basically, if he if all these land, he'll get like a million, like 1.3 million. Only because he sent his girlfriend off with money yes. to a casino. <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't so, even talk about the best character in the movie. That Yes, that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember his name. He's just like cast. Leather. Just like, they found, they just Leather. found that guy on the street. Leatherface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, so he, there, he makes, yeah, he traps the, the brother-in-law and his goons in the, in the little plastic encasing. Mm-hmm. 
and then they watch the entire game. He wins, and even the brother in law is like, "Holy shit!" They can't believe it. Like, and he's I think like, that's when some of the music starts to kick back. It's like whimsical music. Yeah, like, and he's like, "I can't believe it." You, you yeah. know, like he's even happy for his brother in law. Yeah. And then Adam Sandler lets them back in, and then the henchman just shoots him in the fucking face, mm-hmm. right through the cheek, right through the cheek. There was no way that Adam Sandler was going to survive this movie, though. Mm-hmm. You knew it early on. Yeah, there was no, I don't know if I no did. Way. No, I was, I was very shocked. I think even, even the, on the, the third, third one, time, yeah, yeah, the third, yeah. I was like, what the heck? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh Have you always God. you were always using the bathroom? I, I pass out every time I see it, so I always forget. <laughs> uh, yeah, as soon as the gun comes out, you're just like, oh no. You're like, yeah. I love the movie. He places a bet. I usually go to the bathroom, and I think he paid off big. I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, he's like smiling. He's laying on the ground, smiling in the end. It looks like he's got lips, a lipstick kiss from his girlfriend, maybe. And <laughs> it's it's a very like i mean it's you're right i think like they're setting up throughout the movie that it's like there's so many instances where he should be killed Mm -hmm. that like when he gets shot it is a shocking moment Mm -hmm. and like i was not expecting it but you're right i wasn't expecting him to make it through with most of the movie so yeah Yeah. like throughout the whole thing i was like adam sandler's gonna die uh because there's no way for him to get out of this clean i thought his freaking wife was gonna kill him (laughs) (laughs) frying pan (laughs) frying pan Bong. I thought this movie also didn't treat ladies too well. Like, no, it didn't. You know, they were, yeah. Yeah, just kind of set pieces. I mean, there's in, only like there's on, like only two, two in like the whole movie. Yeah, yeah I would say exactly. like uh, not having the movie was doing them better. <laughs> like, didn't be involved with these horrible. But I also right. mean like his two sons were he he had a good relationship with his two sons, mm. but his wife hated him and his his girl daughter was also always on him. the phone and like you know obnoxious and always hated him. It's and his daughter's like, texting all the time. Yeah, and, yeah. and his, even his mistress doesn't like him for most of it until he gets the rock back. And, yeah. Um, but oh, I don't know. Where I, oh. When he when they were in there when when those guys got that sweaty that that murderous man who probably is murdered in real life yeah, yeah. when he got we that sweaty I was allegedly like, Adam Sandler yeah. is not surviving this you can't put that guy in a sauna and expect it to go right. well he and um, to like and yeah. to like taunt him through yeah. most of it yeah. were they just like misting him in there or yeah. like did they really lock them in there and crank up the heat. Seems like it is yeah. a is a greenhouse they have yeah. the sun on them it apparently was, that that whole shop is just a set. Oh, wow. It looks it. so real and dirty. And it like did look like in. a real, yeah. I, I think Jamie Neville said, and we wish it wasn't in the trailer, like, I like the moment where he's like, are you having fun yet? And he's like, yes. <laughs> 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 but it was kind of like seeing Hulk in the uh, Thor trailers. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had seen that just yeah. the first time. Um, but yeah, he gets shot. And then, uh, like I mentioned, for opening of the movie is the, well, almost the opening of the movie is zooming into the gem universe and then back out of Adam Sandler and the end of the movie is zooming, zooming into, into Adam, gunshot Adam Sandler mm-hmm. and becoming part of the universe in the gem. Um, I didn't like that hmm. last shot. I thought oh. it was a little too like... This is where the bullet wins. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. It, it began like it end. He became God Weird. in the end. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is rewarded. He's part of the rock. Yeah. <laughs> He's rewarded. <laughs> is for his good deeds <laughs> in the life. Ma- he, the ma- because he gave the magic rock to Kevin Garnett who went on to have an amazing <laughs> last few years in his career... He was rewarded with his Godhood. Soul, his God. soul is in the rock now, and it will imbue magic to the next owner. Yeah. <laughs> he comes out like the genie. Hey, here I am. Yeah. Uh, what genie is that? The here Adam I Sandler am. Adam, did Adam Sandler genie. Uh, in the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it sounds ghost, like. Ghost dad. <laughs> ghost, sounds like he ghost goes dad. back to, he, he coaches his son in basketball <laughs> in the next movie as a ghost. And they have to get the, the, the rock back so he can become a pro basketball player. No, it's been fashioned into a basketball that the enemy team uses. Yeah. It's the actual rock. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it breaks the fucking parquet. How is this legal? <laughs> this is it's a good like movie, guys. Space Jam. A- uh, Andrew, delete this part of the podcast. Let's keep yeah, this, let's uh, keep this keep to ourselves. ourselves. Um, so it sounds like most, like, other. I think we all liked it maybe a little more than Max, but, like, overall. I, I still thought it was a good movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, if I had known what kind of movie it was, I probably would have said it was one of those movies where I had to be in the right mood because I was like, mm-hmm. oof. Like, I, I've said that about Good Time because I know Good Time's like intense. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I might need to be like ready I know, to watch I've been this. warning people, especially anyone who's like even uh, – people who are like Parasite made me really nervous. I'm like, oh, boy, I don't know if you should see <laughs> Uncut Gems. Um, would you yeah. recommend people go see it? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't feel like it's it would have to be seen on the big screen. They can wait to rent it, but I would definitely recommend people watch it. I think like uh, – so I, I was talking to you about mm-hmm. like especially towards the end – um, there are parts towards the end where like truly, I think, um, not being able to pause the movie made the suspense better because there are parts of the movie, especially towards the end where I was just like, I just want to like pause it and walk out of the room mm-hmm. and like take a beat and then come back to it. 
yeah. like I think the the suspense builds appropriately mm-hmm. and i think if like i saw it at home i probably would have paused it and like walked out of the room maybe that's what happened because i did pause it and yeah. walked out of the room so <laughs> so like i think that it like it serves well to see it in theaters because mm-hmm. you don't have the option of like removing your i mean if you want to remove yourself remove yourself sure. but like just for like the suspense of the movie the way it's crafted is meant yeah. to be kind of absorbed that way yeah yeah. yeah yeah just watch the movie and throw the remote control out the window <laughs> yeah. yeah get a new Best tv experience. yeah yep. um so yeah clockwork orange it yeah yeah (laughs) strap yourselves in you just have like 10 screens with all different adam sandler movies at the same time yeah your eyes strapped open (laughs) um before we go bjorn you want to plug your work sure if you can uh see comics and art you can see um the uh tanuki ball uh (laughs) mouse (laughs) mouse pad that i drew today on my instagram at bjorny baby Yorny baby. Yorny baby. And do you sell your wares? No. No. Unfortunately not. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you I did. I was teeing I don't you ha- up I don't for... Have, I don't have an online store right now. Okay. You can well, follow me there. Uh, and if you need a cute little drawing, a funny little logo, I'm your man. Wow. Yeah, Bjorn famously, a Starbucks was his last one. It's the last one he did. Yeah, so, I did yeah. that logo. Yeah. The Starbucks logo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm hoping to help with the rebranding of a local Seattle theater. Yeah. <laughs> so if there are any uh, major corporations named yeah. after anything uh, being renovated right yeah. now, yeah. yeah. If there's any major corporations that ha- share the same name as a race in Star Trek, uh, who want some help working on a logo of theirs, <laughs> Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, reach out to Bjorn. Kar- Kardashians. Yeah. The Kardashians. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. That'll do it for this episode. Bye. Bye. But. See.